This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. You know Kate, a huge friend of the show, host of EQLU in the action each and every Saturday. Kate, good morning to you. I will spare you all of that, except to say, do you like leftovers at all? <laughs> Um, I do like some leftovers. I agree with Chelsea. Pizza is good. I actually think leftover wings are kind of good sometimes. Um, Thanksgiving yeah. food I will do, but I also agree the turkey gets dry and I'm not a gravy person. So, you know, give and take with, with the leftovers. Okay. I do do the coffee thing in the fridge though. That's very strange that you really? said that because I do that all the time. Okay, and then me I'll too. drink it as iced coffee the next day. It doesn't taste yes. good at all, but... I just feel like I'm not wasting. I think I'm the only wasteful person on this show. Because, like, I don't want to drink plenty of other things. So I pick and choose. I don't know why coffee is one thing that I choose not to waste. But I'm I use like 24 paper towels every time I wipe the counter. So ooh, I do that too. I'm bad at that. But like, you don't want to use one paper towel to wipe your hands. Like, I think I have lived a good enough life to where I can afford two paper towels when I wipe my hands. I'd like to think that. (laughs) <laughs> yes, you've earned it, Chelsea. You've earned the two-ply or two paper towels whenever you wipe the counter down. I can say that with full <laughs> assurance. Okay, Kate, let's look at the final four this weekend. And let's start with FAU taking on San Diego State. It's crazy to me that one of these teams will be playing for the national championship, which is one of the reasons why this tournament has been so great. But what are you looking at in this matchup? Yeah, this is going to be a fun game. Um, This is the lowest total that we've seen for either of these teams in the tournament. But I like the under 131 and a half. It's hit in all four of San Diego State's tournament games thus far. 12 of its last uh, overall games dating back to February 2nd. FAU 2 and 2 to the over in the tournament. But that's more, I mean, expected because of their quicker style of play. But that said, if you look at the matchup against Tennessee, and I go to this matchup because I think SDSU offers a similar matchup to that of of Tennessee when playing FAU, that total was set at 129 and finished with just 117 points. So makes me believe that this game is going to kind of look similar to that in terms of scoring and physicality, the pace of this game. This is also for a spot in the national championship. Like, let's not forget that. So you better believe that both of these teams are going to tighten things up a little on uh, the the defensive side of the ball. Um, And then with that, the side, I lean towards SDSU, but I think it's correlated to the total. So if you think this is going to go under, you probably like SDSU with me. If you think that um, FAU is the one to control the pace, you probably like the over, just knowing that Dowels are able to speed things up, rely on their outside 
outside shooting, that type of thing. So I'm taking SDSU on the side, maybe even money line. I mean, I haven't bet this yet, but that might be my play. Just lay the extra juice there with uh, the Aztecs. But the under is my favorite play for this game. Oh, same. I think this is going to be a show play because we all like it so much. And you were talking mm-hmm. about the defensive matchup. The FAU game against Memphis, who was a top 50 defense, that total went under by 20 points. The total was 151. It didn't even come close to hitting that. So I think the under is the right play uh, as well. So let's go on to the other game. Miami getting five and a half against UConn. First of all, do you think the the spread matters here? Because I think most people are on the UConn boat, but the five and a half scares me a little bit. Well, yeah, I'm on the UConn boat too. I don't love this number at five and a half because we've seen Miami kind of sitting around this number as as the underdog, you know, against Texas, um, and they cover it. And I would love nothing more than for Jim Laranaga to have a spot in the national championship. I love him as a coach. I, I root for him and the Hurricanes because of him. But I just think that UConn wins this one and wins this one with ease. They've won by double digits in each of their tournament games. They won every non-conference game by double digits. And this is essentially another non-conference game. Uh, I just don't see Miami having an answer for Adama Sanogu and Donovan Klingon. So, I mean, the good thing for Miami is they have Norchad Ormir. He's a big guy down low. I'm not sure he can stop Sanogu inside. And then the luxury that the Huskies have is that Donovan Klingon comes off the bench Whenever Sonogo needs a rest, if he's in foul trouble, if Omir is, you know, taking things away from him, all of a sudden they can turn to Klingon, who would be a starter pretty much for any other team. Meanwhile, he's averaging just 13 minutes off the bench, but he's pretty productive in those 13 minutes. I mean, seven points, seven assists, rebounds, something like that. He's putting up plenty of numbers um, in that small amount of time. And then if, you know, Omir takes away, both of those players, I don't see it happening, but you turn to your outside shooting and you have Jordan Hawkins who has the ability to light it up from deep. So UConn's just more of a multi-dimensional team where Miami, the way that they beat teams is by knocking down outside shots and they've proven that they can do that. I'm just not sure they're going to have enough um, size inside to combat the bigs from UConn. So I'm going to lay the five and a half. I don't feel great about it, but I have to do it. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. It is a big number, but it's hard to deny how well the Huskies are playing right now. We're chatting with Kay Constable, host of You in the Action, each and every Saturday. Also, give her a follow on Twitter and TikTok. Let's move up a level to the NBA, where the Bucks are visiting Indianapolis tonight. Bucks laying 11.5 points. The total is 238.5. We tried to handicap this game earlier, but there's a lot of question marks as to who's going to play on both sides. So what are you going with here? Yeah, I mean, that's the story of the NBA, right? You never know who's playing. Jimmy Butler sat yesterday in the, you know, an hour before the game that was announced out. It's just crazy. But tonight, I am going with the Bucks in the first quarter. This is a play that I've loved all season long. The number is not quite out yet. I would anticipate that it's around Bucks minus four. Uh, Milwaukee's the third best ATS team in the first quarter, 43-30-2 in that opening frame on the season. You narrow that down to road games, and they're the best in the league. They're also 6-3-1 ATS over their last 10 road games. Pacers, on the other hand, worst ATS in the league, uh, team in the league in the first quarter. They're 28-47-1. So if you were to bet on every Indiana first quarter this season, you would be down 24, a little over, actually, 24 units. And the first time these two teams met, Bucks led by 10 after the first. The second time in Indiana, they led by 15. 
Now that said, the Pacers did win the first quarter and the full game the last time these two teams met in Milwaukee earlier this season, but the Bucks were without Giannis. They were without Chris Middleton. Giannis is probable for tonight's game, knowing him and the type of player he is. He always wants to play when he can. So I, I think he's going to play tonight. You might want to wait to bet this. Um, but Tyrese Halliburton's also out for Indiana. It should limit some scoring. And Giannis doesn't take losing to teams lately. So losing to the Pacers a couple weeks ago, I think if he's in tonight, he turns it on early in the Bucks. Uh, they can cover this one. Yeah, that's a great angle, especially if you don't want to sweat out the 11 and a half point spread at the end of the game because it is a big one. But the big game in the NBA tonight is the Suns and the T-Wolves because we see Kevin Durant returning to the court for the Suns after uh, a few weeks of being injured. So I know that's the spotlight, but Jenks and I think that there's a lot of points on the line here. Uh, What is this spread? Four and a half right now? T-Wolves have been playing great, so it makes this one a little bit harder to pick a side. What's your angle? See, I'm going to take the Suns on the side in this one. I'll lay the five and a half. I've seen sixes out there, and I might lay that as well. The Wolves, I mean, I, I, I'll agree with you. The Wolves have been playing great lately. They've won their last four. Um, their defense has looked incredible, and I don't think the market is really valuing their defense quite enough right now. But they are playing their third game in four nights, and, and they just beat the Warriors. That was a big game. They beat the Kings. Um, and the Suns, Katie's first game in a Suns uniform at Footprint Center. You know these fans have waited quite a while to see him play, so that place is going to be rocking tonight, especially early. And and Katie's kind of a plug-and-play player. He doesn't need to ease into a system. We saw when he, in the three games he played in a Phoenix uniform earlier this season, the Suns won all three of those games by an average of 13 points. I think this is just a spot for the Suns where they're going to be excited for him to be out there. The fans are going to be engaged throughout the entire game, and that's going to wear on the Wolves a little bit with this being you know, their third game in four nights having played some tough teams recently. So I do give a ton of credit to the Wolves. They've looked great lately. They're a team that I will probably uh, play on, just not in this game tonight. But going forward, definitely uh, keep an eye out on the Wolves. But I'll lay the points here with the Suns. Kate, before we let you go, you mentioned KD being a plug-and-play player, and I think that's so true if you like the Suns because do you take into account the fact that very few players, even if they're really talented – Very few players can just slip into a lineup and immediately be effective. You have to have a certain skill set to be able to do that. Yeah, there's not too many players in the league right now that can do that at all. And I mean, not only can he just kind of slip into a lineup, it's coming off of injuries too. He can bounce back very quickly. Like he's not a player that has to necessarily ease back into the game after sitting out for a while. So not only is he with a new team uh, and new teammates on the floor, but also not having played in a couple of weeks, like that's very tough. He's probably the only player in the league right now that I think can come into a game and have the impact that he likely will have tonight or has shown in the past coming off of an injury with new teammates, new system, all of that. Uh, He's just incredible in in that aspect. She is the host of BetQLU in the action every Saturday on the BetQL Network and find her on Twitter and TikTok as well. It is Kate Constable. Kate, keep drinking that coffee and and thanks for being with us. We appreciate it. I'm going to go get another cup. Thanks, guys. I'm with you. I got to do the same thing. I can't help myself. Chelsea, I know that you were looking at a player prop for the Suns and Wolves, but would you lay it? I'm not saying this is going to be your bet, but I think we talked about it earlier. I think you would lean Phoenix, right? 
Well, we went back and forth because during our previews, we were talking about the T-Wolves and how they've been playing well uh, and getting the five and a half. So I'm a little torn on the spread. I'm going to stick with the player prop, but I wish we had a, had enough time to ask uh, Kate about Iowa women's basketball. Oh, I was yeah. just looking at the spread. I was getting 11 and a half points against South Carolina in the women's national championship, which mm, I'm not very sharp on women's basketball, but it seems like a lot of points. My analysis being Caitlin Clark is really good. End of analysis. She's awesome. She is absolutely awesome. Did you see the, it was the video of oh, the girl four. from, uh, the girl from the, the Louisville, who is exceptional as well, and I forget her name, and she said something to Caitlin Clark, like talking smack, and Caitlin Clark just looks over and goes, you're down 15 points, shut up, and just walks <laughs> off. She is, she's an absolute baller in every way. For more, listen to The Daily Tip, presented by BetMGM, weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.